Rhythm of Hope, a program of the Love and Sambu Music Ministries, airs on Hope Stream FM every Sunday at 10 a.m. with Pastor Chigazi 80 and Pastor Solomon O'Connell. Join us as we X-ray the fundamental teachings of the Bible. Welcome to another edition of Rhythm of Hope, a program brought to you by the Love and Sambo Music Ministries of the Seventh-day Adventist Church in Port Harcourt. Today, you will be blessed by the ministrations of God's servant, Pastor Solomon Okonu and Love and Sambo. May God minister to you. This is Pastor Solomon Odiebu Chiokono with you on Rhythm of Hope broadcast. Last week, God's servant, Pastor Chigo Zieti, showed you that the bittersweet experience of Revelation 10 was fulfilled in the experience of the Millerites, who believed and thought that Jesus was returning in 1844. The pastor showed you that God's judgment is going on right now and that the seven-day Sabbath is God's sign of allegiance. This moment, I plan to take you through a very exciting study as we consider the identity of the two women of Revelation. Who are the two women presented in the book of Revelation? What are their identifying marks? In other words, how do we identify them? Of what significance are the two women of Revelation to you? Please go with me to Revelation 12 verse 17. Then the dragon was enraged at the woman and went off to wage war with the rest of her offspring. Those who keep God's commandments and hold fast their testimony about Jesus. Please pray with me. Dear loving Father, we thank you this moment for granting us this privilege to hear your word. Please Lord, as I speak to your children this moment, I pray, let their hearts be open, let their minds be receptive, and let them act in accordance with your word. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 
Let's begin our studies by uncovering the meanings of some of the images used in Revelation 12. So I'm going to ask the first question, what is the meaning of dragon? Revelation 12 verse 9 answers this question directly. Revelation 12 9 says, And the dragon was cast out, that old serpent, called the devil and Satan, which deceived the whole world. So Revelation 12 9 reveals that the dragon is Satan. The second word to uncover is the word woman. There are three types of women in the Bible. The first is the literal woman. In Genesis 3, in the encounter between Eve and the serpent, the Bible repeatedly refers to Eve as woman. But the word woman is also used symbolically in the Bible to represent two other concepts. There is the pure woman, which represents God's church of old, which today has survived as a true church of God. And the impure woman, which on the other hand represents apostasy rebellion and disobedience. We find this in Ezekiel chapter 16. Another word to uncover is the word remnant. What does the word remnant mean in the context of Revelation 12? Many Christian teachers believe that the remnant used in Revelation 12 represents all believers. But a closer examination of the original meaning of the concept reveals that the phrase remnant of our seed as used in this text cannot include all believers but a remainder of a whole. In fact, even the English meaning of remnant suggests something that is left from a whole. Therefore, the word remnant refers to an end-time group of believers who will appear in history after the 1260-day period of Bible prophecy has come to an end. You'll find this in Daniel chapter 8. In Revelation 12 verse 17, the great controversy, the battle between God and Satan, the fight over the forces of good and evil, enters another stage. Satan, the dragon, goes after the remnant of the woman's seed. Since the woman represents God's faithful church, then her seed must be those who came out of her. The seed of a woman are those Christians who throughout ages have remained faithful to God's word. According to Revelation 12 17, the remnants of a woman's seeds are known by two main characteristics. They keep the commandments of God and they have the testimony of Jesus. The commandments referred to here is the Ten Commandments, of which the Sabbath is part of. This excludes from the remnant every other group that does not keep the commandments of God, which includes also the Sabbath. Bear in mind, friends, that to keep the commandments of God is to keep all the commandments. For James 2 verse 10 reveals that, If we keep the whole commandments and yet offend in one, we are guilty of all. This means then that the remnant must be a commandment-keeping group. It also means that the remnant must be a Sabbath-keeping movement or group that will appear in history after A.D. 1798. Recall from Pastor Aetis last presentation that A.D. 1798 marked the end of the 1260-day prophecy which began in A.D. 538. There's another phrase we find in Revelation 12:17, and have the testimony of Jesus. So let's answer the question, what does it mean to have the testimony of Jesus? Let's discover the answer to this question in Revelation 19 verse 10. And I fell at his feet to worship him, but he said to me, See that you do not do that. I am a fellow servant and of your brethren who have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is a spirit of prophecy. Revelation 19.10 shows that the testimony of Jesus is a spirit of prophecy. Explaining that those who have the faith of Jesus will possess a prophetic gift. Seventh-day Adventists find 
the fulfillment of this prophecy in the ministry of Ellen White. There are many points to make from these two characteristics which identify the remnant, but one of the main points to make is that the Bible teaches that God will have a faithful, loyal, and obedient remnant people in the last days. This point is very important because there are teachings that suggest that beliefs and doctrines do not really matter, that all that matter is to profess that we love God. Well, while it's important to profess our love for God, the Bible teaches that what we believe and how we respond to what we believe through our lifestyles matters so much because it determines who, what, and how we worship. The concept behind the remnants of our seed points to the idea that there will be a distinct group of people who will choose to believe the Bible absolutely and who will choose to love God and obey Him more than any other persons or institutions. If this were not important to God, then the Bible would not have talked about it the way it did. That the Bible presents it here in Revelation shows that it's absolutely important to God to have us obey Him rather than man or any other institution. In seeking to please God, beliefs and actions are inseparable. The dragon is against God's people. We see in the first part of Revelation 12 that Satan fought so hard to destroy Jesus even before he was born. But since he failed, he took to persecuting God's people. The Bible reveals that Satan has a long history of persecuting God's people, those who are represented by the woman of Revelation 12. We see also in history that the journey of God's people is replete with persecution. But we also see that although beginning from the New Testament, the church of God faced fierce persecution, God never abandoned his church. God always made a way of escape. See how this is expressed in Revelation 12 verse 6. God allowed the woman to flee into the wilderness where he had already prepared a place for her so that she could feed and dwell there for 1,260 days. We learn in Numbers 14.34 and Ezekiel 4 verse 6 that a prophetic day equals one literal year. If we follow this principle, we will see that the 1,260 days talked about here equal 1,260 years. Historically, this period corresponds with the period of the Dark Ages, during which period the Church of God was sorely persecuted by the arch enemy of God and his people, the Roman Empire. During this period, God's faithfulness was also manifested. As fierce as a battle raged, God never abandoned his church. He never allowed enemies of his church to overtake her. The more God's church was persecuted, the more it grew stronger and the more it enlarged its territory. God promised that the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. Matthew 16 verse 18. God's promise is still true. God promised the church safety in him. See how that promise is captured in Revelation 12 verse 14. The woman was given two wings of a great eagle. This means that the church was empowered to flee from Satan to a place of protection in God for a period. Next, Satan then goes to make war with the remnant of a woman's seed. Revelation 12:17. From this verse, we see that while God will protect his church from extermination, each one of his children will need to prove their allegiance to him in the face of Satan's persecution. Satan is against you. I would love to end this presentation today by opening your eyes to the relevance of this message to you. I'm talking to you about something that concerns you directly. Let me show you that this battle is not just about God's church, but directly about you. Whether you like it or not, Satan hates you and will do everything possible to stop you from loving 
and obeying your Creator. Satan will do everything possible to destroy you. The devil comes only to steal and to destroy. John 10 verse 10. His anger is not just against Jesus and his church. He is also furious with you and he is struggling day and night to destroy you and your eternal destiny. He is looking for the slightest opportunity to make you miserable. But why is the devil angry with you? Satan is angry with you because he knows that you were made in the image of God. He wants to destroy every of God's creation and will do everything to see you destroyed because you were created in the image of God. Right from his fall, Satan took upon himself the task of being the adversary of everyone who is seeking to love and obey God. Peter portrays this idea better in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion looking for who he may devour. Maybe you've never heard about this end-time battle between God and Satan. Maybe you have never known that the devil is seeking for every opportunity to destroy you. Maybe you once knew this truth and walked in it, but now the devil has so distracted you to the point that you have become blinded. And now you are walking in darkness and living an ungodly life. I have a message for you now. God wants to help you return to him so that he can save you and protect you from the schemes and attacks of Satan. The good news is that no matter how far you have gone from God, no matter how bad your life has become, even if you have become blinded by sin, Jesus can help you right now. He says to you in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 14, I can remove that veil of sin that has been over you. I can remove that veil of fitlessness, that veil of unfitfulness that has been over you. Jesus says to you right now, Son, daughter, I can help you. Will you let Jesus help you right now? Please pray with me. Holy Father, Thank you today for opening our eyes to the battle that is raging between Satan and all true children of God. Help your children to choose to obey you rather than Satan or any other institutions that represent him. Please, Father, as you bless your children spiritually, let them also be blessed materially. Let the grace of God pursue and overtake these ones who are listening to me right now. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I'm sure you've been blessed by the ministrations of Pastor Solomon Okonu and Lavin Sambo. For prayers, counseling, and inquiries, please call 0703-486-7027. If you want the ebook, also call 0703-486-7027. Do well to join us next Sunday for another edition. Till then, rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation and be constant in prayer. God bless you. Rhythm of Hope was brought to you by the Love Ensemble Music Ministries of the Seventh-day Adventist Church in Port Harcourt. of Hope, a program of the Love and Sambu Music Ministries airs on Hope Stream FM every Sunday at 10 a.m. with Pastor Chigazi 80 and Pastor Solomon O'Connell. Join us as we x-ray the fundamental teachings of the Bible.